All right, if you want to win the coffee wars, I'll let you win the coffee wars. I just meant like you're not special. <laughs> what? I don't get to be special? Your coffee consumption is not special. Wow. You're special in your own ways, but mm-hmm. the amount of coffee you consume is not that interesting. You know, given that it's a particular time of year, <laughs> you should get to be special in all of the ways. <laughs> Either we make it about that or we don't. You can't have both. <laughs> I can't have both? No. Well, I want it to be about that, but without telling people it's about that. Oh, my God. I want to have it my way all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's not special to March either. <laughs> yeah, what can I say? You're a princess and we know it? Yes. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. Although that one guy, when we were walking through the Medina, was like, my queen! And you're like, yes! Yes, I am! <laughs> you're damn right. I was like, wow, well spotted. Well spotted, sir. I will just be the gremlin in the back. Your majesty. Your majesty. <laughs> no. You're right. I'll be your Merlin. That I can picture. Sick. <laughs> okay. What, the sassy, clippy person who stands in the back is all sullen all the time. And magically powerful and... Yeah. Have you seen my eyes? Yeah. Apparently I can stun a man at ten paces. <laughs> oh, that was funny, though. Anyway. Days! Hi there, neighbors. Welcome back to The Next Town Over. I'm Carson Costa, and I'm here with my co-host, Nicole Bennett. Sit. Don't forget, we've officially launched our Patreon page. That means that you can now get our episodes early on the Saturday before they're released by supporting the show. Strap on a party hat and light those candles, because today we're exploring how birthdays are celebrated in cultures around the world. What was that? That was supposed to be like one of those like paper oh. things, except we don't have one. So I we don't we, have one. I thought I could mimic one. It didn't sound. It, it didn't. It didn't work out. I'm sorry. It didn't. <laughs> that was closer. <laughs> so I thought we'd start with a little bit of birthday celebration origins. From what I found, it looked like Mesopotamians and Egyptians were the first to develop calendars and therefore the first to actually know when people were born. Because without a calendar, it's kind of hard to, you know, know what your birthday is. The specific day, yeah. You know what season, at least. Which but... I think would be a lot more fun. <laughs> You're right. Then, instead of having a birthday month, I could have a birthday season. Never mind, I take it back. How cool it would be like, oh, yes, I was born when the snow melts. That's just, whenever the snow melts, it's my special time. That'd be kind of fun. Except that people didn't celebrate birthdays back then. Yeah. So, and when they started to, it was really only royalty or extremely rich people that were honored with birthday celebrations. The ones who could afford it? Well, the ones who could afford it and also just, it was an extra special thing. It wasn't just an everybody thing, which... We're all special, which is why we all should get birthdays. Birthdays, not birth months. Those two. Mm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Also, it seems that pagans celebrated birthdays, which is why Christians instead celebrated death days, because they associated birthdays with pagan traditions and death days with the day that you ascended into heaven, and therefore that was the more special day. I mean, to be fair, coming down to earth is not that great these days. I mean, I'd like to look on the bright side. There's plenty of wonderful things about being here. I have enjoyed my time thus far on this planet. Good. I'm just laughing that the Christians are like, you know what? Arriving here? Not great. Once we leave, that's when it's special. Well, it seemed to be the big part of it was that because pagans celebrated birthdays, Christians were like, no, we can't do that. Meanwhile, Christmas. 
In the fourth century, the Catholic Church declared a day to recognize Jesus' birth, which basically says it's okay to celebrate birthdays. Very quickly after that, birthdays became widespread for common people. Ah, cool. Yeah. So since Jesus gets to have a birthday, the rest of us get to have birthdays too. Sick. <laughs> Thanks, Jesus. Good Thanks. looking out. <laughs> Around the same time, something was becoming more popular in Germany called Kinderfeste. Ooh. Which means basically children's parties. And the family would wake up the child on their birthday and present them with gifts and a cake topped with candles to match their age. And usually plus one more for good luck. Neat. I dig it. Does it sound familiar? Mm. No, it doesn't ring a bell. No? Mm -mm. Gifts, cake, mm -mm. candles. One candle for each year. Halloween? Doesn't ring a <laughs> bell. <laughs> so we do get those traditions from Germany and the Kinderfesta. In the United States, birthdays started being celebrated in the late 1800s after the Puritan influence started to wane because a lot of really strict Christians still don't celebrate birthdays because of the pagan associations. It's seen as a form of idolatry. So you're worshiping someone other than God, hmm. but it's related to that pagan tradition thing. At least that's what I saw when I was doing my research was that that was included in the gotcha. Jehovah's Witnesses. Which is why I find it kind of ironic that they don't celebrate Christmas because mm -hmm. if Jesus is and God and they're the same but different, wouldn't that count? But I, you know what? I'm not a religious scholar. Yeah, I don't know enough about Jehovah's Witness to comment on that. Me either. I just thought it was interesting that that's, yeah. it is still something practiced today. Yeah, just that there are some, the more conservative branches of Christianity, such as Puritanism and Jehovah's Witness, they don't celebrate birthdays because it's associated with paganism and idolatry. But the important thing here is Puritan influence is waning in the late 1800s, which makes birthdays start to become more popular. And by the 1920s, party planning books are coming out that establish norms for birthdays, and children are starting to associate birthdays with cakes, gifts, and decorations. I don't blame them. They, that sounds great. That sounds great. I wouldn't know I've never had one. <laughs> I'm joking. I went to some of your birthdays. I know. My mom used to... Make um, the best cakes. She made the best cakes, and she took, like, a cake decorating class and stuff when she had my sisters, and she realized she was going to be making a lot of cakes, and she decorated... The, out of these cakes. I will always remember the Barbie cake. Those were absolutely hands down the best. Those were so cool. We have a little photo book of all the best cakes my mom's ever decorated. And whenever I feel nostalgic, I just flip back through them. I'm like, man, my mom's cool. Anywho, that brings us to the modern day birthday party and traditions that we tend to think of in the States and across a lot of parts of the world. There's some pretty common traditions. So... We're going to go through now and talk about some things that are specific to different cultures as birthdays are celebrated today. Let's start with what we're most familiar with, the United States. We have the birthday song in the United States that most people sing, which is Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday dear person, so-and-so, happy birthday to you. And that song has been translated into languages around the world, and they do sing it in many other countries and cultures. The original song was actually called Good Morning to You. It was written by a teacher in 1859 named Mildred Hill. Mm. Her sister Patty added a verse in 1893 titled Happy Birthday to You. They published this song in 1935, and apparently it's still under copyright. Yeah, I read that. Which baffles me. Also makes me laugh. 
Because good luck. There are also other renditions of birthday songs that people sing in the States. One that was really popular in my house because my mom was a waitress when she was younger. And this is the song that they sang in the restaurant that she worked in. Do we have a birthday here? Yes, we have a birthday here. Birthday where? Birthday here. Whoa, happy birthday, have a happy birthday, happy birthday, have a happy day. Yay. Some of you might recognize that if you ever spent a birthday at that particular restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a, the restaurant birthday song. I know it does. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of special birthday songs, a friend of mine grew up with a very interesting version of a birthday song. And for the record, I'm pounding my chest. So, committing to the bit. Happy birthday. Huh. Happy birthday. Huh. The candles on your cake, just like the fires at a wake. Happy birthday. Huh. Happy birthday. Huh. We know how old you are. Your demise cannot be far. Happy birthday. Huh. Happy birthday. Huh. Yeah, that's an interesting one for sure. I just think it's hilarious that they surprised you. <laughs> I went to my friend's birthday and we're gathered around the cake. Candles are lit. We're like, yay, it's lovely. It's pretty. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh my God. It was very shocking the first time through. Fun and memorable, clearly, but it did scare me the first time. So I'm sure that there are lots of you out there that have specific birthday traditions that are unique to you and your family or that have unique origins. And we would love to hear those if you want to write them into us. But for now, we're gonna continue on to some of the more general traditions, which include, as I said before, blowing out candles on a cake. And also in the United States, we do birthday pinches or sometimes birthday punches, or sometimes spanks. Which basically you get pinched or punched or spanked once for each year. And that seems to stop after a certain point. I feel like that stopped for me when I turned about eight. I remember that mostly when I was younger. I did, I did Taekwondo when I was <laughs> younger, and it was a thing there that for your birthday, everybody lined up with their legs apart to make a tunnel. And you had to crawl through the tunnel and people would spank you as you went through the tunnel. Which, when you're a little kid, yeah, sure, whatever, it's funny. But, like, they kept doing it as I got older, too. I mean, I was like, this is really, really, really weird. <laughs> and there are similar things to that that we're going to touch on later on. So keep that in mind. I'm going to jump to Latin America, where quinceañera is quite a well-known milestone birthday. Quinceañera is a girl's 15th birthday, and it's the milestone where she's becoming a woman or being introduced to society as a woman. Very nice. I'm not going to go super deep into most of these things because we have a lot of traditions to go through. Another, traditionally specifically in Mexico, that is really popular and has gotten more widely popular in other countries is the piñata, which is traditionally made out of clay. They're usually made out of paper mache now, but traditionally they're made out of clay and they're just round with spikes on them. That sounds perfectly safe for children. I mean, I assume it must be because if there were lots of injuries, they would have stopped doing it. Survival of the fittest. Happy birthday. It's your death match. <laughs> I don't think no, I just think, that, you know, the shards, they, they pose a certain level of danger. Possibly, but it also depends on what kind of clay it is, too. Because some clay rumbles more than breaks off in shards. That's a good point. 
In which case, you might get some dust in your eye, but other than that. Also, it's traditional for the birthday person to have to take the first bite out of the cake without their hands. And so they bend down to put their, to get a bite of the cake, and then people shove their faces in. Which, I think getting your face shoved into a cake is kind of a thing that gets done in many, many, many places. Yeah. But the having to take the first bite without your hands is an interesting it's very funny. Component. Don't necessarily want cake and frosting up my nose. Same. But I do find that, I mean, if I got to shove someone else's face in, that's fun. <laughs> they do have a specific birthday song that they sing that I am going to attempt. It's often sung to wake the person up in the morning, but more often it's sung around the cake before blowing out the candles, just like we would sing happy birthday. Right. So it goes like this. More or less. I was I learned off of a YouTube video, so it is called Las Mañanitas. Okay. Estas son las mañanitas que cantaba Rey David. Hoy por ser día de tu santo, te las cantamos a ti. Despierta, mi bien despierta, mira que amaneció. Ya los pajarillos cantan, la luna ya se metió. As that translates to, this is the morning song that King David sang. Because today is your saint's day, we're singing it for you. Wake up, my dear, wake up. Look, it is already dawn, the birds are already singing, and the moon has set. And the my dear is often replaced with the name of the birthday celebrant. Very nice. Yes. So then in the UK... They do this thing called birthday bumps. They actually do this in Canada, too. Tell me more about the birthday bumps. Oh, yeah. Well, they have you lay on the ground, and they grab your arms and legs, and they hoist you up, and then bump you back down on the ground, and then they hoist you up again, and they bump you once for each year that you've been alive. Fun. <laughs> Apparently, it really depends on how vindictive your friends and family are, whether this is fun or not, because... Obviously, very, very nice friends and family. They just gently poop yeah. you on the ground. Whereas, <laughs> really vindictive S friends and family. 16-year-old boys. <laughs> yeah, they'll just drop you, basically. Great. What's up with, yeah. hey, it's your special birthday. We're so glad to have you in the world. Let's hurt you on purpose. <laughs> I don't know. Let's spank you, punch you, pinch you, throw you up and bop you on the ground. <laughs> I don't know. Who's doing that to grandma? I want to know. Oh, I think that's mostly for children. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's mostly for children. Can you imagine if we had to keep these traditions throughout our entire lives? No. Pick it up our seven-year-old grandma. Bop! <laughs> At 100 years old, the monarch sends a letter of congratulations. This pops up in a lot of different countries and different traditions. I think you mentioned that in the United States, the president sends you a letter at 100, too. Yep. And... Then there's this game, the Pass the Parcel game, where there's a gift that's been wrapped in lots of different layers. And each layer has a challenge written on the inside of it. So they pass the parcel around the circle of children. And when the music stops, whoever's holding the parcel unwraps a layer. And they have to do the challenge on the inside of that layer. And it's anything from do your best impression of the birthday boy or girl to, like, hop on one foot for one minute. Just fun, silly little things. And whoever unwraps the last layer gets to keep the gift. Sounds like a really fun drinking game for adults. For everyone. This is yeah. a tradition you can keep for years and years. I'm thinking longevity here, guys. In Canada, 
They do this thing where they grease the birthday person. That also doesn't sound like fun. What? <laughs> Why? So in this case, friends ambush the birthday person and Off smear... Off a great start. <laughs> Ambushing, yes. And smear butter on their noses. Okay, that could have been a lot worse. Could have been a lot worse. <laughs> Supposedly, it's a ward off bad luck. You've now been greased, so you're slippery, and you can slip away from bad luck. All right. Sure. I still love the birthday traditions that start with ambushing. Apparently, that's most common on the Atlantic side of Canada. So if you're in Vancouver and you've never heard of this before, that might be why. <laughs> I just I don't want all the West Coast Canadians to be like, Excuse what us? are you talking about? In Quebec, they sing a version of the chorus of Jean Dupais. Instead of happy birthday, Jean Dupay is the Quebec anthem. And I'm going to sing a song for you too, so. Yay! <laughs> we had a vote. We voted that she would sing. Yeah, is that what we did? Yeah. I'm not sure that's exactly how that went down. So it goes like this. Ma chère amie, c'est à ton tour. De te laisser parler d'amour, ma chère amie, c'est à ton tour. De te laisser parler d'amour. Beautiful. What does it mean? It means my dear friend, which again can be replaced with some version of their name. Your turn has come to let yourself be spoke of love. My dear friend, your turn has come to let yourself be spoke of love. Aww. Yeah, it's cute. It's adorable. Very French. Very French. I think that's that's all the other songs that I found. I'm sure there are other birthday songs out there in the world, but as I was doing research, those were the only ones that popped up. So you don't have to listen to me sing anymore. Woohoo! I mean, aww. <laughs> Speaking of not having other versions of this song, mm. when we were living in Croatia and our friend, it was her birthday and we were celebrating and my other friend and I said, oh, we should sing happy birthday when she comes back and we've got the cake. And I realized that we were all from three different countries, Croatia, Germany, and the U.S. And I was like, do we all use the same song? We did. It worked out really well. Yeah. But I was nervous for a second because I hadn't thought about that when she said, let's sing Happy Birthday. I'm like, great. Do we know the same version? <laughs> we do. We do. I was quite startled on my year study abroad in Germany when I went to the, a birthday party and I was totally expecting them to sing something else. And so I was content to just sit and observe and find out what the song was. And then they started singing Happy Birthday in English. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I know that one. I can do that. That's <laughs> all. So it is interesting that that song really has kind of permeated many, many cultures around the world. And there's even, there are translations into French and Spanish and other languages too that Sometimes they use. In Germany, this is kind of a fun one. This tradition is native to the state of Bremen. The old tradition was for single 30-year-old men on their birthday. They would sweep the steps of City Hall dressed in drag until they could find a virgin to kiss. That's fantastic. Who's verifying this? I don't know. I don't think anyone's really verifying it. So Nowadays, the tradition is single 30-year-old men and women. They drink cheap beer with friends and do chores to show that they're eligible. And I saw that sometimes the single men will still sweep the steps of City Hall and the women will have to, like, polish the doorknob or something. <laughs> the front door. Those are some innuendos that I'm just going to leave in here. Yeah, we're going to leave those in the... If you know, you know. If you, yeah, if you know, you know. <laughs> you know, you know. But that's what you had the women do. You assigned the women to polish doorknobs. Guys. Meanwhile, in the northern parts of Germany, 
Sometimes a man turning 25, who is still single, will get a garland of socks on his door. And a woman turning 25, who is still single, will get a garland of boxes on their door. And I'm sure it's funnier in German, but apparently the terms for like an older person who is still single, for a man is an old sock and for a woman is an old box. Which again, I'm sure there's some innuendos there that we're just not going to mention. Yep. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> Meanwhile, actual old people get a message from the president at, when they turn 100. So it's another one of the countries that does that. Yay. Yes. Which I also find funny because I think president's like, dang, you're <laughs> old. <laughs> Congratulations on being Well done. Old. Yeah. For making it this far. In Jamaica, they will quote unquote antique the birthday child by throwing flour at them. Flour that you used to bake. What a waste of food. <laughs> Wheat flour, they'll throw it at them. Because then they turn it, it turns you all white and you look antique. It's <laughs> <laughs> the idea. It's another, hey, look, you're getting old. <laughs> Look, you've got gray hair. Where? <laughs> right there. It's a whole patch of it. So I'd much rather undergo that than in Brazil. <laughs> they throw flour at you and then they follow it up with eggs. <laughs> oh, what a hoot. That sounds awful. I mean, if girls are sugar spice and everything nice, they're trying to make a cake. I don't have a response to that. Also in Brazil... The birthday person is supposed to hand the first slice of cake to someone who's the most important to them. Oh. So for children, it's just they hand it to a parent, you know, and the parents are just like, oh. When you get older, though, this is a cause for lots of awkwardness because all the people at your birthday party are like, yeah, who's most important to you, brah? <laughs> I am. I am the most important person to myself. Thank you. Yeah. So that's, that's awkward. That's weird. Although I bet that the parents, depending on which parent gets the cake more often, holds that over them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh I'm sure. Oh, this is the third year in a row. Ha, ha. Shut up. Also in Brazil, because apparently they just like making things awkward in Brazil. <laughs> for single people, they'll sing the birthday song. And then after that, they sing this. And I don't know how this goes because I couldn't find any recordings of it anywhere. But basically they sing, who will the birthday person marry? And then they like pause for a minute and then they sing, it will depend on if the birthday person's crush wants to. <laughs> they just sing this in front of everyone. Happy birthday, Mary. She loves Joe. Joe, how do you feel? <laughs> Declare yourself now. Wow. Awkward. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. Again, I don't have a crush on anyone. Don't know what you're talking about. Ear tugging is another popular one. You get one tug on your ear for each year that you've been alive. The ear tugging is popular in Italy, Argentina, Hungary, amongst other places. Again, at what point does that stop? I don't know. Because imagine doing it to your 75-year-old grandma. You're going to get tired. Yeah. And how, does it just I mean, I think it's something person? that you typically, you know, you would do to your peers or people younger than you, but you wouldn't do it to somebody older than you. So eventually your peers just give up and there's nobody older than you and it stops. My yeah. sisters would never give up. I wouldn't, and I wouldn't let them either. I would, we'd be doing that until the day we died. Stubborn. Have you met me? Yes. Okay. In China, mm -hmm. they eat these egg noodles that represent longevity. Sometimes the noodles, it'll be an entire bowl that is just one noodle. It just goes on forever and ever and ever and ever. You are supposed to eat them 
without cutting the noodle in any way. So you can't, you know, trim it with the chopsticks or bite the noodle. You're supposed to just slurp the whole noodle in one go in order to have a long life. In China, they also, they will not cut the cake in half. A lot of times when we're cutting a birthday cake, we'll start by like cutting it in half and then cutting it into quarters in order to make sure the pieces are the same size. You do not do that in China because they value connectivity and unity, oneness. So you cut out one slice at a time without fully dividing the cake up. Cool. There's also a lot of different traditions in different places because China is quite large and often communities are relatively isolated from one another. And also Chinese culture and Chinese people have spread out relatively amongst other nearby Asian countries. So Malaysia, Singapore, Taiwan, Hong Kong, all of those. And they all have different traditions that it was a lot. So I didn't write them all down. That's fair. <laughs> and if anyone from China or of Chinese culture is listening, write in your favorite. Yes, we would love to share. Yeah. So please, please, please t write in, tell us your favorites. In Japan, I'm going to butcher this word, I guarantee it. There's a ceremony called Erabitori, and this is on the child's first birthday. They basically get plopped on the floor and surrounded with a bunch of different objects. And these objects represent different futures or different things that they might be good at in the future. And whatever object they grab first is meant to indicate something about their future. So if the child grabs a calculator, that might mean that they're going to be a great business person when they grow up. Or if they grab a pen, maybe they're going to be a writer. A hatchet. You know, they're going to be a firefighter or a lumberjack. No. No? Okay. <laughs> I don't think anybody's putting a hatchet next to a baby. Oh, no, I'm not judging anyone. Even people do it now with the, like, oh, what Lord of the Rings character or Hogwarts house or Yes, you know, I love things. it when people do it with the Hogwarts houses and they put out the... the different colors. Different colors. Those make me happy, too. Love that. So, so I mean, good. in a way, it's... I mean, it's not to the same extent, but that aspect and that idea of the tradition is spread. On November 15th of the year that children in Japan turn 3, 5, and 7... Their parents dress them in traditional clothing and take them to a shrine to get blessings. That's because seven, five, and three are all traditionally lucky numbers. The celebration is referred to as Shichigo-san, which literally means 753. Also in Japan, the 60th birthday is a really, really important one because the 60th birthday represents the end of the zodiac cycle within that person's lifetime because the zodiac cycle lasts 60 years. It represents rebirth. Cool. I think it's cool. In the Netherlands, I saw that rather than a birthday cake, they often will do a tartis, which I'm probably mispronouncing, but it's basically just a fruit tart with whipped cream. Yummy. They also do circle parties, which is exactly what it sounds like. You go to the party and everybody sits in a circle and just talks in the circle. But when you come in to this party, you're expected to go around the circle and shake hands with and congratulate every person there. It gives you a real incentive to show up really early. Yeah, well, you're still gonna have to shake hands with everyone, just that you won't have to walk all the way around the circle when you do it. Yeah, but at least you're sitting down. Hmm. They have to That's come right. to you. Yeah, but they're gonna be interrupted. Over and over and over again while people do it. Or yeah, you come in the very last and you have to do it once and that's it. And then you're done. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? 
Being late <laughs> helps in some cases. And for 50th birthdays, friends or relatives will place a large doll in the garden. For men, it's an Abraham doll, and for women, it's a Sarah doll. And this is in reference to the biblical story about Abraham and his wife, Sarah, who lived to be quite old. I mean, Sarah was said to give birth to her son, Isaac, at 90 years old. Ew. And then live another 40 years after that. So the idea is that, oh, look, look at you. You're quite old. And here's to hoping that you live quite a bit longer still. Great sentiment. Great sentiment. Yeah. In Australia, I found this just hilarious because it just seems so Australian to me. So they do fairy bread. Ooh, that sounds fancy and like it takes a lot of time. Doesn't it? Like fairy bread. Ooh. Yeah, no. They take white bread, just sliced white bread that you buy at the store. They take a slice of it. They butter it up. They dump a whole bunch of rainbow sprinkles on it. And then they roll it up. And they call it a pastry. You know what? If I can find rainbow sprinkles, we're going to try it. Best it shot. sounds great. It just, it's, it seems so Australian to me. It just, it cracks me up because that tracks. Yeah, no, that, that's, it's very Australian. That tracks. In Australia and New Zealand, people used to become official adults at 21. Now it's 18. Hmm. But in honor of that tradition, parents will sometimes recognize that birthday, the 21st, with a ceremonial key to the door symbolizing the ability to come and go from the family home. Cool. I think it's charming. I like the idea behind it. So in South Korea, they eat seaweed soup for breakfast Mm -hmm. on their birthday. I think I saw that it's kind of a ceremonial thing, so like they'll also do that for other celebratory circumstances. But yeah, seaweed soup is the celebratory. Cool. Mm -hmm. I love seaweed. Mm -hmm. Also, something really interesting in South Korea. So there's this Korean age system. Mm Mm-hmm. Where when you're born, you're considered one year old. And then you gain a year on New Year's. Not on your birthday, on New Year's. So if you're born like December 31st, you're one. Mm -hmm. And then come New Year's, you're two. Right. That tracks. (laughs) That tracks. True. But this system's actually going to be retired in June of this year. So they're going to stop using that for official purposes. Culturally still in practice, but not for official use. Yeah. That makes sense, too. Yes. There was also a counting system, which is an in-between, where when you're born, you're considered zero, and then you gain a year for each new year. When this system gets ended in June, some people in Korea are going to lose a year or two off their ages. You know what? Some people pay big money for that. (laughs) True. In some countries, it's bad luck to celebrate early. Or to wish someone a happy birthday early, including in Germany and in Greece. Yeah, I have a friend from Greece, and it was, I don't know, three or four days before her birthday, and I was, like, all excited. And she's like, don't you dare. I'm like, what? I was just going to tell you happy. Nah. Mm-mm. You can text it to me on Saturday. No. It's like, oh, I'm so, okay. Sorry. My apologies. Yeah. That's why. It's because I wasn't going to see her on her birthday. And so I was like, oh, I'll tell her to her ahead of time. And she's like, absolutely no, not. you won't. You will not. You will not. <laughs> you shut your dang mouth. In Europe, it's quite common that the celebrant pays for the party and makes the cake for the guests, as opposed to the, you know, other way around, which is usually how we do it in the States. Although oftentimes, you know, being the birthday person, you'll provide the cake. Yeah. 
Like, you'll provide the... It definitely depends. I mean... Or, like, a family member. Like, yeah, or a family member. It, but you're this, still the host. You're still the host. So, it depends. But, like, if you're going out for your birthday, then you're not going to be expected to, like, pay for everyone there. That's true. Everyone else chips in to pay for you. Yeah. yeah. Which, in Europe, it's the other way around. You would be expected to pay for everyone there. Mm-hmm. In Vietnam, kind of similar to the Korean age system thing, New Year is when everyone turns a year older, so they don't celebrate individual birthdays. They would celebrate just everyone's collective getting a year older at New Year's. Which this is, is quite a party. Yeah, quite a party. This is less common now. It's typically older generations that do that. The individual birthdays are becoming more common with younger generations. Cool. I dig it. I think our individualistic nonsense is spreading. I dig it. To some extent. I mean, there are definitely some instances where mm. our individualistic culture is less than great. Yeah. But I do think it's nice to be able to feel special as an individual sometimes. Yes. And I think so. the birthday is very, it's a very good time to celebrate. In India, and India is quite large with quite a range of people in it. So I'm just speaking kind of generally, traditionally. Very broadly. If you celebrate differently, I apologize. And again, Um, write in what you do that's special. Yes, absolutely. In India, birthdays are very rooted in religious traditions. You typically visit the temple. You will bow down and touch your elders' feet as a sort of show of respect. And for, and to kind of acknowledge that like they've lived longer than you and they have help you live as long as you have. Also, charitable acts are highly encouraged giving to others on your birthday. This is an occasion to wear new clothes and family members prepare favorite foods. The birthday person will give the first piece of cake to the oldest person. I do want to touch on the the charitable acts thing Mm -hmm. because we have a few friends who are from India and I happen to share birthdays with them. Not the exact same day, but close enough that we've celebrated them together. And for me, I also want to buy them a drink or a meal or whatever on their birthday to celebrate and show them my love. Problem is, that's offensive to them. <laughs> I just thought it was extra funny because they're like, uh-uh. So I would try and buy them a drink or something for on their birthday. And they would tell me I was being disrespectful to their culture in a very joking manner because they did let me buy a drink. We bought each other drinks. Mm-hmm. And it was all in good fun. But they're like, ah, you're being very disrespectful to my culture right now. Because it's my birthday, I get to buy the things. I'm like, but, but it's my birthday too, so I get to buy the things. I just, yeah. And I do think that's probably, it's probably the charitable acts bit. It probably is a charitable acts thing. Yeah. I just thought it was so funny that two friends. That were, they're meant to give as opposed to receive on their birthdays. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to give. But I want to, yeah, I want to give you things on your birthday. It's disrespectful to my culture that you won't let me buy things for you on your birthday. In the Philippines, they also do the longevity noodles. At age seven, kids can be held more responsible for their actions. So before that, it's just they don't know what they're doing and we don't hold them responsible for things, which I think is fair. Yeah, I agree. But at age seven, get your act together. Now you know. Now you are grown up enough that you should know better. Which again, fair. Yeah. I love this. (laughs) What age do you think that people come of age at in the Philippines? I'm going to go with the general 18. It seems like a good standard number. Well, you're half right. Half right? Yes. So women come of age at 18. Men become, you know what? Let's take out a page of the German book. 25? (laughs) 30. (laughs) Never? 
<laughs> no. No. 21. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. 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 But I just think it's hilarious that they're like, yeah, yes, women, women are adults at 18, but men, no, 21. <laughs> I also feel like that's, no offense to the guys, but kind of fair. Kind of accurate. <laughs> kind of fair. Also that old. And they have proved that ne- neurologically that just boys' brains take a little longer to sort of settle. And they say we, we take forever to get ready. In Lithuania, the birthday person sits on a decorated chair. Mm-hmm. And everyone else lifts it one time for each year. Neat. I think that'd be really fun. Like, let me just perch on my throne while you peasants (laughs) raise me up and down. (laughs) I'm really glad that's not a tradition. You're already enough of a princess. All right. We talked a little bit earlier about the Christian relationship with birthdays. So a couple of Jewish traditions here. Again, I'm totally probably totally going to butcher this and I apologize. So the birthday greeting that they use is Admea Vesrim, which means to 120 because that's the age that Moses lived to according to Deuteronomy. Old. Which is a book in the Bible. Neat. Yeah. Then they have the Bar Mitzvah and the Bat Mitzvah, which most people probably have heard of before. Mm-hmm. So Bar Mitzvah is, it translates to son of commandment. I was kind of surprised because I always thought that the celebration was called the bar mitzvah. Bar mitzvah is actually the title of the child when they turn 13. They become a bar mitzvah, son of commandment. Oh, cool. Yeah. So for boys, it's 13. And this is when they get all the rights and obligations of a Jewish adult. It's basically just taking their place in Jewish society. Excellent. And it's... The same concept for girls taking place in Jewish society, but they become bat mitzvahs, which is daughter of commandment, at age 12. Again, with the ladies coming in early. I know. This is the third culture that has the women maturing earlier than the boys. Cool. It's very similar, in a sense, like to the quinceanera, where you're taking your place and your obligations as an adult and joining the community in that way. Very cool. Then, of course, in Islam, they don't really celebrate birthdays. So it's quite common in most predominantly Islamic countries that just birthdays aren't celebrated. And that includes Morocco, where we are now. They will sometimes do it for children, do some sort of little birthday celebration, but not really a thing. And this isn't the only culture that doesn't celebrate birthdays. There are many places where They either don't use a calendar system, so they have no way of measuring age, or for whatever other reason, they don't measure age or they don't acknowledge birthdays as something to be celebrated. So there are lots of places in the world where birthdays aren't a thing. Yeah, I tried to look into some of the celebrations in different African cultures, and I couldn't find much. There were a couple things in Ghana where you would eat... And it looked delicious. I really would like to try the recipe. It was, it's called an oto. There was a couple different versions of it, Mm. but it was something to celebrate birthdays, weddings, and other similar celebratory things. However, I couldn't find a lot of sources on how else they might recognize or celebrate a birthday. And what is the oto? Oh, I'm sorry. It is like mashed yams. Cool. Or in some cases, like a baked sweet potato, but it's like a patty or they had a lot of different versions. Mm. Um, I think it depends on like where you are and how your family celebrates. If they celebrate, Mm. again, look delicious. Some of the recipes look banging. Very cool. Or uh, in Nigeria, they don't have a concept of it. 
Mm. Necessarily, not that I could find anyway. One article I was reading said they just kind of take their best guess at how old they are and they just have a range. They're like, yeah, I'm somewhere in this range if you want to put a year on it. However, they see themselves as either the youth or the elders and you take your place depending on where you fall in those categories. How do you determine when you transition from youth to elder? Don't know. I would love to find out more about that. Because if there isn't a middle ground either like you're either youth or elder I imagine that that transition spot is more middle-aged I'd imagine so because even in your 20s or early 30s I'm sure that the majority of elders would laugh at you if you wanted to call yourself an elder yeah (laughs) that could be a fun thing to look into yeah it could be interesting so that's our birthdays that's all we've got yeah. Unless you write into us with more birthday traditions, which we can read out on future episodes. One thing I liked about yeah, some of the American traditions is like Sweet 16 is a very special mm. age. It's our coming of age to mm. an extent. Something that's, I think, relatively new last 10 or so years is the Bennett had one. A smash cake. A so what cake? A smash cake oh. for your child's first birthday. You'll have an, a regular cake for the guests and everyone to eat. And then you have a smash cake that is for the baby to just mess around and smash up and have fun with. I think it's becoming more of a tradition. That sounds like an awful mess. It was really fun. <laughs> I loved watching some of the you know little ones in my life have a smash cake because they're having a blast. All right, neighbors. Thanks for joining us today. If you heard something you liked, please support the show by hitting the subscribe button and reviewing us wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find takeaways from today's show in the show notes, and you can find more information about the podcast and show notes for each episode on carsoncosta.com forward slash podcast. If you're interested in supporting the show, visit patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash the next town over podcast. Please send us your questions, comments, and suggestions. You can email us at nto at carsoncosta.com, find us on Facebook at ntopod, or find us on Instagram at nexttownoverpodcast. We would love to hear from you. We'll be back next week to keep making your world a little smaller. (laughs) You're going to keep that in just to torture me, aren't you?